What's up, everybody? This is Brian. And I'm Keish. And we are here bringing you Logic Verse Emotion. Episode number eight. Number eight. We've been doing podcast. this for two months. Two months. Hey, shout out to that. If I had a soundboard, I would be doing a like clap right now. Working on that, though. Working on that. We're <laughs> uh, working on the soundboard. So Working on the soundboard. One day. So I hope everybody's week was well. I know mine was. Um, so we're going to get right into it. As some of you, all of you should know, unless you're living under a rock, um, Donald Trump came to Kansas City. Um, Kansas what day was City. that? Tuesday? Tuesday, yes. Came to Kansas City Tuesday, and Brian here made a Facebook status that I thought we both thought would be a good question to pose here or to even talk about here on the air. So I'll let Brian take it away. Yeah, so basically, let me just kind of break down because it was a long status. But basically, the gist of the status was how I was confused because I I, I went down to where protesters were, like off of 10th and Broadway. And of course, they were protesting Trump. And there was police all around in the middle of Broadway just sitting outside enjoying the day. The majority of people I saw were uh, white. I didn't see everybody, of course, but the majority of what I seen was white. And they were out there with their bullhorns, you know, cussing out Trump and got their signs or whatever. Just like any normal protest, I guess, happens. But like I said, the the focus that came to my attention was how the police were just so calm and cool. Literally, they looked like they were just in my status. I referenced it looked like they were just doing adult babysitting. They weren't around them. They weren't in the crowds. They were literally just on Broadway, leaned up against their cars, just enjoying the day. Because it was a nice day Tuesday. Uh, then the opposite flip side of that, as far as what we see on TV, because I've never been to any of the protest areas when uh, a black person gets shot down and black people protest. But it not even the race aspect. I wonder more of is it just a. People coming together, it seems like what's weird to me about the whole scenario is that the police are more OK with you protesting the president. And that's supposed to be like, you know, the sacred office or whatever. But yet when you protest police actions, that's when they get up in arms. I don't like I said, when in my status, I really didn't want to focus too much on race because, I mean, I'll go ahead and say because I said it in my status. I do think it is race bias. But just the overall generalization of the thought process that, hey, it's okay for us not to bother them as they protest Trump, who is our president, unfortunately. Uh, but yet when you protest the actions of police killing unarmed black people, that's when the it's like the police get up in arms. I just don't understand. I was so confused about that. And I just I don't have it figured out. But people were having some nice dialogue in the comments and just was a question I wanted to pose, I guess, make people think, really, it wasn't anything that I wanted to give my opinion on because throughout the whole status, I never said what I thought I just wanted to raise the question and get people's minds going, I guess. Um, well, it definitely did. Um, when I, when I read the status, I didn't, I don't think I, yeah, I know I didn't comment. Um, but I just, it just brings more questions to mind for me. Like, um, do cops or police officers incite more violence than Donald Trump? Like, mm. I guess we were protesting, when we as black people, someone dies, okay? One of the cops kills a kid, Tamir Rice, for instance. It's a kid, like I think he was 12. We're very, our emotions are tied up in that. So when we go out to protest, 
it's an emotional thing, right? So the people that we're that's supposed to let us have a peaceful protest, which are the police officers, are the people we're protesting. So, and in my opinion, because I'm an emotional person, I have every right to yell at you in your face. Now that might not be the most smart or logical thing to do, but I feel like over these past years, countless amount of uh, police officers have gotten away with killing black people, not just men, but black people. Um, if it were one cop and y'all can say the whole one bad apple thing, fine. But in different states, at different times, different ages, different ways, these police officers managed to not only kill black people, but get away with killing black people. So during those protests, we are. I, now, I did not see the Donald Trump protesters. Um, Ryan, you said they were cussing and doing all that. Yeah, I mean, they were just protesting, like, you know, saying up Trump and just yelling on bullhorns. Right. But it if was... we're like saying F the police in front of the pol police officer's face, I don't know. And we all know pol the, the whole police academy, police people are pretty sensitive. They have this air about themselves that they need to be respected. They have to be respected. Whereas Donald Trump, I mean, I don't know, because if it were a, a group of Donald Trumps down there, rather than the police, it might have gotten out of hand. It's just, it just, we are protesting the people that, of course, they're going to be calm when it's Donald Trump because it's not about them. But I guess when it's about you, you get a little more hands on. And that's not a good thing. But yeah. I, I think that's what happens. Um, as far as race goes, I don't I don't really know uh, here in Kansas City. Not really sure if that plays a huge factor in it. Like some people would like to say, maybe these cops are just chill. I don't know. Um, but. Yeah, it, it was when I read the status, I was I was I wasn't surprised, actually. Um, I didn't expect there to be any violent back and forth pushing between the cops and the protesters. I really didn't expect, I didn't really, honestly, I didn't expect protesters to even go down there because, I mean, to me, I feel like Missouri, didn't they go Trump? Wasn't it a Trump? It's a Republican state, but I mean, it's not 100% Republican. So you know, Well, I know protesters. that. I'm not a Republican, so. It's, it's going to have protesters wherever you go. So. I'm just saying, I didn't think that they would come out in those numbers. I know that they'll have protesters wherever I go, baby. I mean, you just said you didn't think there was going to be any protesters. So. Well, I didn't think there was going to be that that much of an impact to where traffic was stopped. And then they talked about it on like news uh, articles and things like that. So I just was I was surprised at the out the uh, turnout. I wasn't surprised. I mean, she when it whenever they got. But what some, were you surprised at? I was just surprised really at how calm the police were in terms of letting them just protest peacefully really that's what it came down to to me like if they were more calm about them protesting the president who's supposed to be the highest office in the land versus whenever you see people protesting the police because it's not always just black people that are there too it's majority black yes but there are white mexicans other folks that be at those rallies as well protesting police actions so to me it, it seems like it's more of a mind state than it is a race thing. I, I definitely believe race is in the in the picture, but it seems like it's more of a mind state of, oh, you're coming at me. I have to defend myself type thing versus just let me sit here and do my job because they're not actually coming directly at me. They're coming at 
what I stand for type deal, if that makes sense. Like people actually don't like President Trump because he's Trump. They don't like him because he's president. They don't like him because he's Trump, if that makes sense. Folks don't like all don't not like police because one person kills somebody. They just are at them because as 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 a group, that's that's just what they stand for, if it will. It's all one group versus solidified down to just one man who is President Trump and his actions. So people don't like Trump. It ain't that they don't like the presidency of the United States. Folks love Barack. He was a president. So that's the difference to me, at least. I don't know if everybody else sees that or if I explained that well. I probably didn't. But I mean, you you did a good job. Um, I just think that we can all collectively. Now, of course, there are still some stragglers and that's fine. I'm at a point where, you know what, if you support Trump, I just have to close my eyes and turn the other way because I'm not going to argue with you about it. I'm not going to tell you how racist I think you are or whatever, because I don't believe that anymore. I just believe, I don't know why people, I don't know why some of y'all voted for Trump. I have no idea. It's basically, that's not my journey to even go down that path with you. But <clears throat> aside from those people, excuse me, aside from those people, I think we can collectively agree that Trump is these shenanigans that he has been pulling from the Putin press conference to just everything he's done leading up to that. Like, I think people are seeing that this dude is just a horrible president. Um, not even, I don't know him as a person because clearly his antics worked in his personal career somehow, but as a president, he's just, he is just not a great president. And maybe we can all agree on that. And maybe the police were, <laughs> Some of the police may have been in agreement with that. I don't know. I don't I don't know. I just <laughs> excuse me. I'm not going to sit here and say I'm an anchor for CNN. So I try to stay away from saying he's not a great president because I don't I, I definitely focus on the bad that he does more than knowing any good. Maybe he literally hasn't done any good. I don't know. But maybe he has. And I really just ain't giving him the benefit of the doubt. I definitely know all the bad that he's done and that. Just like in anything normal in life, we focus on the bad more than we do the good. So I'm not just going to sit here and say he's a terrible president because I don't know. I really don't know. I just know the bad stuff he's done. He's had some crazy stuff go on. A lot of allegations from the FBI and his dang on election case. So what did, what kind of president do you think he is? I don't know. Like, I don't. I, I mean, you, I, but you but you live in America and you see the things that he does. So you can't form an opinion just off of based off of even based off his Twitter feed. This, you can form some sort I, of opinion I can, of the I can, president. I can, I can form an opinion that I don't like him. I don't know if he's good or bad. Oh, OK. Because okay. everybody basically has like. So like Brock didn't always do everything great. Right. right? No. So that's what I'm saying. I don't I don't know the totality of whether to say. It, you know he's great or bad. Like there's some things that. Is but I think Obama was a good president, well. a better yeah, president he, than President Trump. Yeah, I think he was better too. And that's just me knowing of the things that he did well, and some of the things that I've heard that he didn't do so well. I still think that his, I still rock with, uh, rock with Barack Obama. Right. I think he was more for togetherness and change than what Trump is, and so that's like important instead of you know trying to segregate and be different or whatever it is that Trump seems like he's on and that's that's a big key but there's other stuff that Barack could have done better in my opinion so oh, yeah absolutely but that's what I said yeah. I'm not here to say he's good or bad I'm, I'm I'm just happy he hasn't sent us to war it really is that's that's really where I'm I'm just trying to get through two more years without having to see World War Three that's where I'm at with Trump and I'm hoping 2020 
we don't reelect the guy. That's literally. But I mean, if we can get to 2020 and we don't have a world war, I don't know if I say he was a good president, but you served your four years. But get I'm, up out of here. But I mean, if you shit on the floor in my car versus shitting on the floor in my house, I still you still shit on my property. So you whether we go to war or not, I'm not basing you off of where you choose a shit that's not a toilet. But that's but that's like not, you that's still not, not shitting in the toilet. That's not the same in terms of what he can do though. Like yeah, he might have had a lot of shits everywhere over in your house. <laughs> but if every time he shit, he came around and gave your next door neighbor a hundred dollars, your next door neighbor's probably gonna be like, well damn, he was a great guy. But you might think something different. So that's what I'm saying. I don't know because he he can affect and it's always like this, the Democrat versus Republican side. Somebody's gonna get the short end of the stick. I don't know which one we're going to wind up on, but we're going to take some of the good and some of the bad. That's just what it is. Right now, my 401k is liking the good that he's been giving with the stock. Oh, my God. So sometimes, oh, <laughs> sometimes you just got to be real about this. Thing so that's life. what it is. That's why he's that's why Brian can't say that he's a horrible president. No, I no, see. no, no. Because, but, but as y'all know, no, Brian, y'all the shows, Brian he, is all he, about the money. No, it ain't. Because yes, even, you are. Even, that, even that was a surge because of Barack. Like he's riding the coattails of Barack, but he's not killing everything that Barack did either. So I have to give him some kind of credit for that. It's oh, not OK. Just, I'm not. And you know what? I'm not. I don't watch the stock market. I don't. Um. I'm more, as you all know, I'm the emotional side of it. So I deal with the things that I see him doing and the way that I see him moving. Yeah, I definitely so I don't, don't like him. I don't rock with, I mean, I don't check he out the be stock market and stuff, but I feel like we, I'm not going to be okay with you just because you're not, I mean, you're still a mediocre president. Very mediocre, probably below mediocre. But just because you're horrible, I'm not going to say, oh, he wasn't so bad. No, you were still a horrible president. No, you did not. I mean, you were still a horrible person. No, you did yeah. not send us to war. But I still don't person. fool with you. Yeah, like, yeah. I still don't think I can't I don't mess with nobody that's out here just grabbing women by the pussy. So he's definitely a horrible I mean, yeah, person. Yeah, he lost me there. But then, I mean, like, I, I don't. <laughs> he said that before he even got elected. I don't even know how he, he said, did it. Putin. He said that after calling out the ombre. But <laughs> my, oh my God, the the dirty. What do you say? The the nasty ombre. No, nasty oh. women and dirty ombres. <laughs> and then he said, Mexican Mexico. We would accept. Mexicans into our country, but they're not sending us the good ones. Oh my God, I must have <laughs> fell out. But you know what? Y'all voted for him and you just deal with it. Because you know, he's funny to me, if nothing else, is he's comical. I think because you gotta laugh to keep from crying. I mean, this is kind of tangent from what we originally started with Trump versus police and just kind of how protests work, but oh we did. <laughs> I do think that what we see right now from Trump though is like democracy at its finest because he can't just do all the dumb stuff immediately that he just tries to talk about. He still has to go through the That's channels true. and operations of what democracy is. Votes have to occur, all that stuff. Supreme Court, I mean, not Supreme Court, but the, uh, the uh, what's the three branches of government? I can't think of them right now. The Senate, the House. In uh, the, uh, I can't think of the other one. I wouldn't go <laughs> you know, I don't know. I wouldn't get a history out. <laughs> but you know what I'm trying to say. He basically <laughs> had to go through all these channels. He can't just turn stuff into laws and doing dumb stuff like he said he wanted to do i guess or whatever so that's and that's what i think that that's what's him, saving us right it keeps him within the medium if we can just get him to shut up and cancel twitter we might not even know donald trump exists but we can't so nope he's here that's and that's just the bottom line that's the bottom line so since we were talking about kansas city something happened i don't know when it happened um the three is uh executive 
legislative and judicial, I think. Yeah, that's another um, thing. Those three brands. So in Kansas that's City, <laughs> there's a place on the plaza called Tom Fooleries. Long story short, this young lady, black lady, this young black lady went to Tom Fooleries and was going to order her meal. But the waiter, waitress, who was new, we ain't mad at the waitress, but she was new and she was told that before anyone can order food, they have to give a credit card. The woman basically said, I'm going to pay with cash. I don't want to give you my credit card. I don't feel comfortable with, with this person, which you all have my credit card for this long. And she said, okay. She went and got the manager. The manager basically yelled at her, snatched the menu from her and said, white man, by the way, and said, you're not eating here. No, I'm not dealing with you today. Blah, 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 blah. Tom Fooleries has done this time before, apparently, not never to me. Um, I but I don't freak with Tom Fooleries like that because it's not really that fire, but you know, teaches on. So it's just and it's all on video, by the way, and all this will be up on our uh, Facebook page so that you can see it. Um, but it's just Oh, and today, so this has blown up. Like it's gotten news coverage. Today they were outside in the on the plot on the plaza protesting tomfooleries. The manager has since gotten fired, but that's not enough. Um, so have you ever experienced racism at tomfooleries at all? Like that? Like no, this, 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 and what would you do in that situation? Uh that's a good question. I probably would have asked questions just like she was doing, just try to get some answers. But shoot, after that, I mean, you don't need my business. I'm never coming back. And she pulled out the cash. Like she right. had, yeah. she had a lot <laughs> of cash. Out, she wasn't, she wasn't broke. She was out here just having rolls and knots of cash over there. But uh, I'm probably never going back to Tom Fooleries because I, honey, I all I, I needed mean, was they, half a reason. They met, uh, well, I mean, like you said, we don't never for real go there, go there like that already. If it was somewhere that we frequented often. They've already made right by firing the guy. So, I mean, I I've never been that guy that holds a whole corporation responsible for the actions of one person. That just sounds silly to me. But, I mean, unless they don't. You hired correctly. this fool. They didn't know this, though. This clearly must be the first incident that he's no, had. This. No, it's it's been other incidents. Uh, uh, where have they been at? I ain't seen no news I guess coverage. no one. No. I mean, I guess it would, it'll just be like you and me. If that happened to me, I, would, I wouldn't think to pull out my phone. I'm just like, okay. I see you. I'm just going to walk out because it's not a big deal. But this situation made a huge impact. But in the comments, people are coming out and saying, yeah, they treated me like this before, too. They asked me for my card before I even ordered food. And, that I, and then even the wait staff have been saying uh, they train us to do this kind of stuff. They do train us to dis to racially profile black people or racially profile people. Hmm. And like they're trained. So <clears throat> now if they're lying. Uh, I don't know, but I'm I'm just done. I'm definitely one of those people that holds a whole corporation responsible for one or two people because you have to be one time happening, fine. But from the people that have come out and said that this has happened a numerous amount of times and nothing was done about it. The dude was literally yelling at her in her face. Yeah, he was definitely going off and he deserved to be fired as he was, but I mean, to hold that, that, I just don't get that concept. Like that would be like me doing something to somebody crazy and they come up and hating, on, hating you or telling you about it. Like, I don't get that why they would come and hold you accountable, even though we married. I am accountable for you. No, I mean, it's different, I guess, from a marriage standpoint, but they're not going to come up and, and, and like try to 
fire you or do something because of something I might have said. Like, I don't get that. If I was at work and I was just disrespectful to a patient, white, black, or otherwise, would I get fired? Probably Yes. And would that patient come back? Probably not. People don't want to come to my job anyway, though. Right. And that's what I'm saying. Well, I don't well, I don't know about the whole thing. But that like I think that would affect more maybe your doctor than you. Like, would they come back if, if Dr. Eddie's still there? Maybe because they once they fire well, yeah, you, it'd be like true. type deal. So I don't think it's So you gonna go back to Tom Pooleries? I don't I don't know. Cause I, I I never really went there all the time. Like whenever I went to Tom Fooleries, it was never my oh yeah, let's go to Tom Fooleries. That's where I want to go. So it are was, you gonna go to Tom Fooleries if you're invited to Tom Fooleries? Yeah, probably so. With who? Whoever's inviting me, I guess. You, I'm not coming. Well, you can keep your ass at home. <laughs> because I don't understand. It's not. They made it right by firing the guy. So, like, why would I hold them responsible once they fire the I guy? Just, you know, that's the thing, though. Once I get a bad taste in my mouth about something, I'd just rather not. I just want to know when they started doing it. Because, the, well, the last time I remember us being at Time Police was that last year for my birthday? birthday? It was a year ago. And we definitely didn't give them no cards up front. So, I don't know when this new policy went up front. It was like 13 niggas there, so. And it could have been, and you know what? Like, and playing devil's advocate, we know that the plaza on, on a Saturday night. Oh, them little kids is some niggas. These kids, little bro. black, these little kids, teenagers, Trip. not even just black ones though, but just teenagers in general, but mainly the majority are African American. I don't know if they done went in there and ditched and dined. I don't know what they done did, but this is one woman by herself. She got the cash in hand. She's showing it to you on the, I mean, we see it on the video that she's showing it to you. Ease up, yeah, like he clearly was people have pushed. way too much. Just they think they have way too much power. Um, but yeah, I don't have. I mean, don't if you invite me to Tom Foodies, I'm probably not gonna go just because I I'm not really a big fan of the food. Uh, yeah, the and food ain't that and this also happens, so I'm really like I'm cool on that. Usually, I'd be like, yeah, I go to Tom Foodies with y'all. We could be for happy hour, no big deal. But now it's not on my list. It's not not, not a restaurant I plan to uh, visit at all anymore. And that was easy for me to let go. Same thing with Starbucks. I don't buy Starbucks. So, I mean, take our daughter there, yeah, still. Riley does like it. So it wasn't a big deal for me to not to say, all right, I won't do it no more. But then they had a whole racial sensitivity training for the entire corporation. They shut, they closed their whole Starbucks. They closed their office for a whole day, all that stuff. So they were really trying to do things to make it better. So I'm, I've forgiven them, actually. <laughs> I have. I so wait, just it's a certain level that they got to do too to win you back. Yep, the black dollar matters. Black it, money. Matters. It definitely matters. I'm not saying it ain't, but I mean, I just want to know what what the tipping point is that that turns it okay. I don't know. Mine changes from time to time. Because the because the the owner of the guy he said that the situation is being handled. I don't know what if you just want a bigger statement from him. Or what? Because the guy's been fired. I don't. So. I'm just not. I don't like Tom Pooleries anyway. So yeah, that's what it comes down to, basically. Yeah. Now if it was something so this like was Chipotle, if Shack, if Shake Shack opened up and they did some wild stuff, I'd be like, oh hell no! Nah. Oh, you fired him? Oh, okay, cool, that's cool. So mine just depends on how <laughs> I feel. Because <laughs> I love some Shake Shack, boy. You yes, sir. Coming sure. soon to the plaza. Hopefully, no, I'm not gonna say that. Not gonna say that. I hope it takes time for Luis. <laughs> you are just something else. All right. So uh moving right along to the our, uh next right quick 
R. Kelly's 19 minute song, <laughs> I Admit. Oh my God. My husband made me listen to it. I did, did not. Did you listen to it? Yeah, I listened to it today. Are you sure? You listen yeah. to all 19 minutes? Yeah, I went from work. Uh, I was anti listening to it first. I, yeah, um, this this is also going to be on our Facebook page. So for those of you who want to pause it right now and listen and then come back for the conversation, that's totally fine. But R. Kelly made a 19 minute song called I Admit. And first of all, like my husband said, I did not want to listen to it. I don't want to give R. Kelly any spins. He's nasty. <laughs> um, after listening to it, and he talked about a lot of the things that he had been going through. And Man, hasn't he been through a lot? Yeah, but you got to think, is that karma for ucking little kids, ucking little girls? Then he know. says a line in there that says, don't put your daughter in front of me, especially if she's fine. What? What's wrong with you? Are you sick? Hold on, I got it. Are you fucking kidding me? Like, what? Who? What do you mean? Don't put your daughter in front of me, especially if she's fine. Like the parents of these girls, which is not far fetched, but the parents of these girls are pimping them out. But you have to have some kind of moral compass to say, you know what? I'm 49. She's 15. I'm not gonna put my thing in her because that's probably wrong. But on the flip side of that, what he did say was he's never been convicted. He's never been in jail. So can we really say that he's done these things? He said somebody's trying to tear him down, been trying to tear him down for 25 years. He was actually in love with Aaliyah. Okay. And um, you don't believe that? And, no. And that the tapes that came out, the child pornography that came out, he said someone set him up. No, someone did not set you up to put your face in a 14-year-old's booty. That's You are nasty. The girl he's dating right now is 19. He's 49. I wish I would bring a man home that's 30 years old. I wish Riley would come in here at 18. Come in here at 18 and bring in a a 48-year-old. No, no, no. Are you out your mind? What do y'all have to talk about? I just don't, I, I don't, I don't feel sorry for him if he's broke. He said he's a broke, he's at the bottom of the barrel and he's broke. He said Chicago should be doing more to use him. No one wants to use you. No, you haven't been convicted in the court of law. And I know you weigh heavily on that, Brian. But the court, the can I clear, court can I clear of up, public opinion can I clear up some stuff really first. does matter. Brian doesn't think people are guilty until they are convicted. And he really believes in innocent into proven into no, guilty. No, that's not true. But also it brings me to this thing, too. Another flip side is we do, we are judging the F out of R. Kelly, like just putting him through the ringer. And we really do, we really, really know, like he was accused of having the women kidnapped basically and, and making them his sex slaves. But you know what? That's, that's what I, I, that's I, I want to be address. honest. Like I, unless I'm going undercover, I'm staying away from R. Kelly. I know I've been knowing I'm 34. I've been knowing for 20 years, maybe. He's been in the game for quite some time. I've been knowing a while he's a he he ain't right. So why would I be try to be around that? You don't want to know why? Because you want to get up and your parents didn't give you no guidance. But R. Kelly's nasty too for wanting to up you. Okay, first, first of all, first of all, <laughs> let me let me backtrack just a little bit here just to put some context. Now, these are just lyrics from the song. I don't know nothing about the court cases. I don't know nothing about that, but this is just lyrics from the song of the man that's in the middle of all the stuff. Back to the lines where you was talking about uh, 
uh, don't push your daughters around me. So yeah, what did he say exactly? This is because it goes all in line basically. Okay. He says uh, from the beginning. Let me see here. Oh boy, this is back a little bit. Okay, he says saying I abuse these women. What? What the? Is that's some absurd shit? They're brainwashed, really kidnapped, really can't eat, really real talk. That shit sounds silly. <laughs> and if you really, really want to know, her father dropped her off at my show and told this boy to put her on stage. I admit that she was overage. She wasn't. I admit that I was feeling her, and I admit that she was feeling me. I admit that that's just some shit that come with being a celebrity. I ain't chasing these ladies, no. These ladies are chasing me, I yeah. believe that. Now, I'm only saying all this shit because how they trying to play me, yeah. I admit that this is no disrespect to the parents, but this is my advice to you because I'm also a parent. Don't push your daughter in my face, which, let me just give some context. I think he's still referencing previous girl that he's talking about, the dad- Told oh, the boy to go oh, on stage, and oh. he already said she was over age. So that's why I wanted to calm you down okay, just a little don't bit. Don't push from your daughter there. in my face. And he said, don't push your daughter in my face and tell me that it's okay because your agenda is to get paid and get mad when it don't go your way. So those was all the lyrics that are, I think, all one story. Oh, you which think was, that's all together? I think that's all together about the girl that's over age. I don't think she's over age. Why would you mention her? I don't know. I'm just saying. Why, why, I'm just saying you're admitting, you're admitting to things, but you're not, first of all, you're admitting to nothing. But saying you have flaws, which you all do, but you're admitting to things that don't matter. So this, this, this girl, is her six, by the way. Over so. age. Just, yeah, y'all. 19 minutes. Check it out on our Facebook page, Logic versus Emotion Podcast. But this girl is over age. I'm not even gonna mention her, but R. Kelly likes young girls. How old was he in, how old was Leah when he married her? You know what I'm saying? Like and those videos weren't made up. That wasn't a vine in them videos. That was you, Kels, doing what you was doing. And people, we really people were still messing with Kels after that video. He was he made a song. He started calling himself the Pie Piper. Do you know the Pie Piper? Do you know what that means? Do you know what that is? The Pie Piper. Don't he play a flute and kids follow him around? <laughs> then he made an album called The Chocolate Factory. Who likes chocolate? Children do. You're not going to tell me. No, you're sick. You know what? You're sick. You know what? I'm not even mad at you, but I'm mad that you have not admitted that you're sick. Just say you're sick. He done brought up Hugh Hefner and all this. Hugh Hefner's dead. You're alive and you are sick. You have a problem. You are. I don't even want to say it, but you are a pedophile and you need to go to the you need to go to either jail or the crazy or somewhere to get fixed because he has a thing for little girls. And when I say little, I'm still talking about 17 year olds. That's a little kid to me. Like, could you imagine um, Ramaya dating R. Kelly? No, that's our niece, by the way. No, no, no. That's disgusting. Y'all don't even have nothing to talk about. Like, I'm just... R. Kelly's canceled and Tom Fooleries is canceled and that's the bottom line. That's the I know you got more to say. So what did you feel like? Because I've been talking a lot. So how do how do you we've never talked about this? How do you feel about R. Kelly? The tape, the tape still puts him in a bad light because that was definitely that nigga peeing on a little girl. So <laughs> wait, wait, y'all. It's not and I'm so sorry. I hope when we say peeing on little girls, we're not talking about like three, four, five-year-olds. They like <laughs> teenagers and they really was, they did they, anyway. They were sitting there with their faces just out wanting it. It was crazy. <laughs> We talking about like maybe I don't know how old. Yeah, about like fourteen, fifteen. Yeah, the pissing on a grown woman is disgusting. Pissing on anybody, nobody should be pissed on. If you're getting pissed on in your bedroom, it's a fetish. People like it. No, 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 you shouldn't be liking that. 
It's anything else you should be able to do. Hell no, nah, squirting ain't no piss. Hell no. Nah. <laughs> Hell no. Nah. That's what people say. Hey, <laughs> all the Twitter people that listen to this show. It's squirt piss. Hell no. Nah. Put, put the water emoji if you think it is. <laughs> and put the, um, mm, just put the water emoji if you think it is. <laughs> anyway, go ahead. But yeah, as far as. It's, far it's as... rated under explicit. Don't listen to this with your kids. <laughs> I don't know. I, it just. I feel like he definitely wanted to get a lot off his chest, and that's why it was 19 minutes long. I really didn't know that most of this bad stuff that happened to him happened to him. Like, he lost his oh, publishing. Yeah. That's hella messed up. The, uh, what? the worst thing that happened to him that made me feel bad for him for that moment in that song was he, if it was true, is he, getting raped he said as a kid. he got raped as a kid. Yeah, that was crazy, too, that's man. That's because something's wrong. You need to go to Ayala Fix My Life oh. and, un, un, and um, what's it called? What's it called? Oh, my God. And unpack life. that stuff. Oh. Cause that's maybe he that's it in his music. Maybe that's why he has though. Maybe that's why he likes. I don't really know. Maybe it's a mental block. <laughs> I don't know. I, you got a mental block. That's and that's the, until the until whatever oh, time God. frame passes for the statute of limitations on R. Kelly to be able to talk about this pissing video. I don't know what the heck we gonna say. Cause in the dang on song, he's he lying. Talks about, he can talk about it. Maybe not. He he said his lawyer said the hush. He said he literally says. I know what he says. <laughs> I don't really believe anything R. Kelly ever said. He said Wendy Williams mad with me, but I ain't never offered her no drink. That lyric didn't make no sense to me. I don't know if he's trying to find something to rhyme or what. No, I think I think she must have been Wendy Williams must have been accusing him of getting these girls drunk. I guess. So he ain't um, never offered her. Then he said, but I admit that she asked me, can I get a little Hennessy? That's the next line. So she asked him for a drink, but she he never offered a drink. We both turned off our phones. We drank. I smoked. We talked. And I admit that I told it all. So clearly he must have told Wendy Williams something. From my good points to my fault. She said, talking about Wendy Williams, what about Aaliyah? He said, love. She said, what about the tape? He said, hush. <laughs> I said, my lawyer said, don't say nothing. So until time passes, he can actually tell us whatever the he heck that tape was supposed to be about. He just keeps saying he got set up. He keeps saying, he said in the song, the tape Yeah, he said, it. but I can tell you I've been set up. How? I admit it, however, since the first day that without knowing, I signed on. Then that's when he talks about his How, how did you get set up? I don't know how you sex with children. I mean, maybe they told him he would, they were older. And you know what? Even in that case, you still married. That's, I mean, that's literally the only, that's old. only the way you could be set And your girlfriend right now is still 19 years old. You but like that young. Is, but that, but no, because that also is a real thing. Like girls get into clubs that they don't yeah, supposed to be. You're doing. right. I did it too. So I don't know. I don't know. No, who. actually, no, I did not do that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Try to clean that up. You did it, but it's okay. No. So I don't. R. Kelly still holds some blame, but I mean, if somebody's lying to you and y'all are back at the house, you're probably not gonna be like, "Well, can I get some ID?" Like I don't. I've never. If I'm R. Kelly. If I'm R. Kelly, I need some ID. If they say they 23, I need 23. Need me so show me some ID. What they say, we still card. Well, yeah, man. I mean, yeah, that's true. <laughs> hey, hey, somebody in his, somebody in his. He likes young girls. I don't know. I'm, I'm just, going. You know I'm what? Just saying, I'm going I can see from both sides. That's see me to Chicago. You're not, you're not underage. So what are you, you trying, trying to say? I don't look. I can't. You're just trying to have sex with R. Kelly. No fool. No, you just trying to have, you just trying to get a hall pass. That you trying to say I can't Kelly. pass for a young person? You're not a young person. But is what I'm what saying. What about my looks? I'm gonna trick him. That's undercover. You can't trick him if you actually ain't under 18. Yes, I'm a trick him. I'm gonna act very immature. 
Bruh. And I'm going to trick him. I'm going to go undercover. And I'm going to see what he's doing in them help, that house. Because something's going down. Man, look. As as an adult, I'm already worried about my daughter growing up too fast. So I can definitely understand being a male. American. Girls are growing up too fast. So if they ain't actually giving you a card of a license saying 19, whatever, needs to be 18 or older. Or maybe it's 2000. I guess it is 2018. 2000 or less on the ID. Then shoot. These girls are growing too fast. Y'all see them whenever they be uh with prime season come around and these dang old girls that be going to prom be looking like grown women. I'd be like, hey man, what the hell are these parents at? So shoot, I ain't saying what R. Kelly ever did was right, but I'm saying if he it is a possibility he might have been set up if they just said, look, I'm 23 or I'm 22, and they look like a 22 or 23 year old. That's all I'm saying. I'm, and I know, and I get that for a regular man, but if I'm R. Kelly, yeah, and if you are Kelly, you gotta have your P's and Q's. Doing all that. The I's and cross the T's. You need no, to be able to I'm that. You know, I'm shamed. But I'm the man ass. does admit in this song to having dyslexia and he signed contracts. And, the, and the man away. said he can't, he never learned to read. Yeah. He's, he admitted <laughs> that too. So even if they pull out an ID, he can't even do the math to read to see if they're grown or old enough. So shoot, R. Kelly might be just he out said, here just tricking off loud. Oh, they said nineteen ninety eight. I thought they said nineteen eighty nine. I'm <laughs> dyslexic. Boy, bye, bye. Hey, but hold on. We can wrap this up with oh, just yeah, this yeah, one yeah, question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The song was tight though, wasn't it? Right? Like no. sonically, you can't tell me that song wasn't no, tight. No, it wasn't. You was a hater, bro. The best R. Kelly song, go. Uh, probably. And don't say I believe I can fly. I mean, I your best R. Kelly song. I'd have to think on it. Mine is this sister. Yeah. Oh, I can't even this do it because he's so mission. nasty. But this is the greatest sex I ever had. We might. Oh, we, hey, hey. we can't even listen we, to R. Kelly. No, no we get into that. I'm about to make a playlist of R. Kelly. We about to get in. <laughs> that's so yeah. You can treat. I treat you like you're underage, baby. Hey, <laughs> oh, that's not funny. <laughs> <laughs> Turn that off the show. Okay. That song was tight though. That's my favorite song. Sonically, you could tell. If that would have been two verses and a hook, that just that would have been a hit. I do not agree. I do not agree. <laughs> that would have been a hit, Kel. I'm gonna tell you that right agree. now. Sonically, that song was dope. All right. yeah. <laughs> so we're gonna move right into our shop talk. And today's topic for the this segment is um rape. Ooh, what a word. <laughs> what a way to say. Why you say it like that? Like it's one that intrigues you. No, it doesn't intrigue me. Oh my gosh. Really? Rape. What a word. <laughs> so uh, recently this week, Facebook went up and was like, oh, up Charlemagne, blah, blah, because Facebook drives me crazy. And that's why I say it's for aunties. Because Facebook is the one place, the one place where all you do all day is read. Yet you people only read headlines and then y'all just go up. <laughs> like I can understand it on Twitter. You got a 140 character blurb. You you don't, you're not really doing no research. But y'all literally made statuses like Charlemagne's canceled, blah, blah, blah. So I'm like, what Charlemagne do? Charlemagne is a radio personality in this show in New York called The Breakfast Club, for those that don't know. And they asked him, is drunk sex consent? Can it be consent? Can it be consensual? I think, yeah. or is drunk sex? Drunk sex, is drunk sex, right? And he answered, but of course, people can edit it and make it sound like he just says, "Yeah." But he did answer and explain how he and his wife met. But anyway, we don't want to talk about that too much. That will also that interview will also be up on the page. But we want to talk about 
How? What do we feel? Is is drunk? Is drunk? Can drunk sex? Is drunk sex rape? Yeah. No. You say yeah. No, I was saying yeah. That's what we about to talk about. Then that's why I followed it up saying no. Can, I don't think it is. Can you truly consent to having sex with someone if you're drunk? Like truly. Not yeah. passed out drunk. Right. I don't know what truly drunk is. Like, I mean, like, like I've driven home drunk before. Like oh. falling over. I don't know. Like, you want to know you want to know the biggest thing that just bothers me, and this probably takes us back to a few episodes about just how some things in life are just hypocritical. Because, like, on the one hand, we can say uh drunk thoughts or what do we say like drunk um drunk what not drunk though drunk basically like the drunk thoughts sex? of a drunk person oh. reveal some oh, thoughts or what's the, yeah. what's the I can't think of what the actual saying is that, yeah, that they either. say but basically it, the gist of it is is that when you're drunk and you speak you're saying things that you would usually hide in when you were sober but they're actually real thoughts that you had yeah. so if we can believe that and then believe whenever somebody's telling you something about themselves or whatever and you just think that that's the actual guys the guys the honest truth if somebody's saying yeah they want to have sex i don't know why we can't believe that either that's what it comes down to to me it's got to you got to keep that same energy on both sides of the spectrum now you can't be past the drunk you need to be actually getting some responses you can't be like falling asleep and then just take it from that point but the thing is <laughs> That's all fine and dandy in the Leave it to Beaver world, but how many people actually ask, hey, do you want to have sex with me? Dudes don't ask that. Dudes just dudes just pull at the tug at the drawers and tug at the pen. Usually it's some foreplay or something. But okay, that doesn't mean I want to have sex with you just because I let you okay, so suck you, on my neck. Stop. Yeah. But she's drunk at this time, so she's just feeling herself. So that's what I'm saying. Like in a perfect world, you asking a drunk, you both drunk. You asking a drunk girl, or she's asking you, "Do you, would you like to have sex with me?" No, come no, on. I'm talking about in the, what, the actions in that what start scenario have you asked nobody, that question? Nobody's probably ever asked that question. So, but you're supposed to though. Are you? You are supposed. I to I thought that yes. no means no. Like when they no. say no, you can say no without a question. So once they say no, that means no. So if we're so if you asking, had sex with me and I didn't say no, but then after we had sex, I said, "You know, I really didn't want to do that. I really wasn't comfortable with that." That's still right, bro. Hell, how is that right? I told you yes. Oh my goodness, we literally just agreed that nobody ever actually asked. So you're supposed we doing to that? ask. When? I just told you just. I just back up. I just told you you're when? supposed to ask. Okay, can we have sex? What? Right now, me and you? Yeah, we're. I'm sure. So I still got to ask you every time. No, you don't have to ask. Exactly. Me. That don't make no sense. Nobody's asking. So let's just keep it a buck. You're supposed. I'm just letting. No you means know. no in terms of you can say no without a question. I'm letting. <laughs> Brian is very passionate, y'all. Y'all should see how far. Because this ain't making no sense right now. Face. You're expecting somebody to ask. Yeah. What does that even mean? Just, like when does one ask? Are your decisions as sound when you're drunk as they are when you're sober? Probably not. So it Certain would be ones, good, maybe. right? We all move <laughs> off our actions. We we not everybody. When we're drunk, we go off of how we feel. It feels good, blah blah blah. If someone actually set you down and said, "Hey, is this cool with you? I'm about to. I think we feeling each other, and this is maybe you'll be like, I feel you know like what? I feel like the really only yeah. time. I mean, because this is, I feel like the only time that this is really something is maybe like when it's either a virgin. One of the two people is a virgin, because I feel like if you're what? not a 
No, let me, let me finish. If you're not a virgin, I feel like you'll say no. Or you know that it already what it feels like. So therefore, you either know if you want it or not. So Virgins don't know if they want to have sex? They don't know what it feels like. So they don't know that it's something oh, that, that might feel good or whatever what? the case might be. Okay, okay. I'm going to be quiet. I'm gonna, Okay, start over for me because I'm confused. I don't know what you want me to start over with. What you confused? A virgin? Wait, virgins? Wait, wait. Like you just said, you just said if you're drunk, you might not be in your right mind or yeah, whatever you the case might not may be. be. Right but you still are, unless you like literally pissy pass out drunk, you're coherent and still know stuff. So if somebody starts kissing on your neck or rubbing on your titties or going downtown okay, we and did, all that we good did. stuff, as someone that's probably had that happen to them before, they're gonna either know what that type leads to, whether it's a good feeling or a bad feeling. And you probably are gonna be like I said, unless you piss your pass out drunk, you're going to know if whoever's doing this to you is something you want to let this go down with. If you if you a virgin, you don't have any type of clue. So you literally are either just, yeah, I want it or no, get the hell off. Of me. Mm, maybe if I'm drunk and you do all those things, I still don't want to have sex with you. Like, OK. And that's what I'm saying. If you do this, say no. I'm good. Nobody's <laughs> ever asked. That's just, that's just, let's, let's, let's. And what do you think, what do you consider? Cause, okay. So when we, you know, had whatever our encounter for the first time, I was pretty tipsy. You wouldn't even let me drive home. And that's how it all started. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> he trapped me in his home. So that's the beginning. Step Trapping one. The closet. Step one of <laughs> things not to do if you don't want to get accused of rape. Um, I wouldn't accuse. But I was like, I was like. I think on the walk to the car, I wasn't really walking straight. You yeah, remember? You drunk. And but do you think that I was? I guess you do think that I was still able to make sound decisions because yeah, you tried it, did. and you didn't ask either. Yeah, I did. No, you didn't. I didn't ask like, "Can I have some sex?" I, I probably said something like, "I want you." <laughs> That's the <laughs> ask. Nobody's asking questions. You know what you said? I said, "Keisha." Keisha. <laughs> That's what I said. Oh, that, I, that, that was the ass, though. When I asked if you was up, that was the ass. No, you, you asked me there. if I was up. I know. I was on his couch, about to go yeah. to sleep. I was being a gentleman at first. I started off the night. She slept on my couch. I slept in my bed. I wasn't that much of a gentleman. I wasn't giving my my bed, y'all. But I know. <laughs> but <laughs> in the middle of the night, I was still up, couldn't go to sleep because of the drunk nectar flowing through me. And so the liquid courage... Had me asked, was Keisha still up? Sure enough, she was still up. I said, do you want to come back here? At this point, you should know what's probably going to go down. No, I don't. No. If you don't know, sure, that's fine. We cuddled up to each other. All right. <laughs> Booty to dick. <laughs> at that point. The story, you don't have to tell about that. that. Point, We're married now. Clearly, clearly it worked out. You know anything that happened at that point. Clearly it worked out. But, um. Stuff started happening. I just, <laughs> for me, I definitely think personally, um, you can give consent when you're tipsy or, but like, tipsy and drunk. drunk. But just like, don't, out. yeah, don't do it to girls you see that or dudes that are passed out. <laughs> like, that's rape. And I know y'all might not think so <laughs> or whatever, but it's rape. And if if you don't ask, you do need to ask consent. As as bad as a mood killer it might as it might be, 
Man. Yes, make sure that girl, I'm just looking out for y'all because you make sure that girl tells you, yes, this is what I want to do. And then you do it. Period. Yeah. Like, for real. These women like men to take charge. Now, I ain't saying take charge oh, of rape, but you got to you gotta be able to read the signs, I'm going to pull the rape culture card like man, man, you got you to gotta be able to read some signs. If you see she ain't 100% feeling you, back up. If you see she's on board, what, don't ask. What would show she's on board? Would she be gyrating her hips? That's what you was doing. <laughs> that's, that's what you was doing. What? No, I wasn't. Men, make sure you y'all know the deal. You make when you, sure when you, you sleep, ask for consent. When you sleep, y'all can sleep legs straight. When you sleep like you sitting in a chair, and then she back that thing up on you. I'm not saying that's the go ahead. Yeah, that's you, not. I'm not saying it is, but I'm saying you at least got a good signal that hey, you might be in for some fun tonight. <laughs> <laughs> that's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Y'all know. Because when y'all got uh, but you back know to what? chest, female back to male chest, and y'all cuddling, sleeping like y'all curled up in the fetal position, and she do that extra two scoots towards you, you know it's a possibility at that point. But you know what? For all my single people out there, the best way to make sure you don't rape anyone is to don't wait ask. Till you get married. Wait <laughs> oh. till you get married. <laughs> yeah, that too. <laughs> and you can have all the worry-free sex that you want to but you can rape your wife too and that is wrong man listen here don't make me start pulling out bible verses because i will boy if the bible says it's impossible to rape your wife so if they say if they saying that stuff uh i'll start feeding y'all bible verses check the twitter because they on some other stuff brian's gonna tweet it um but yes <clears throat> you can't rape your you wife it's impossible you can Maybe not legally, because legal and Bible probably are two different things. But biblically, it's not possible. I'll say that. Uh, fellas, get consent before you have sex with a girl. Um, it's 2018. These girls ain't playing. So get consent. And you know what? It might kill the mood, but it might also save your life. And she might be like, you uh, girl, he was a gentleman, girl. And they're going to be like... Wow, what are you doing? Girl, he asked me if I wanted to have sex with him, girl. So you might get some points because I imagine that's how the girls talk that some of y'all talk to. Just because I pulled it up so fast because I got it saved in my Bible verses. I just want to quote y'all. Why do you have that saved? Because it's key to uh, women and men. Because I don't want to just say it's a woman thing. It's women and men. It's both of us are listed in this verse. But save the verse for whenever you get married or if you're married. First Corinthians. 7-4. We're in the New Testament, if you don't know. Uh, this is Preacher Brian coming to you live through Logic versus Motion. The wife hath not power of her own body, but the husband. And likewise, also the husband hath not power of his own body, but the wife. So you know what that means? If your husband wants it, ladies, y'all better toot that thing up. And uh, women, if y'all want y'all man, <laughs> better do whatever you got to do to get that man up. It does say, do not deprive one another, except perhaps by agreement for a limited time. Yeah, but agreement means both then parties have to devote agree. yourselves to prayer, <laughs> but then it com come together again so that Satan may not tempt you because of your lack of self-control. Yeah. You need to have self-control. No, God already knows we don't. That's why that's why that's in the Bible. He knows the flesh is weak. He knows that. Because you know why? Because he made that thing in between your legs. He knows how strong it is. What you? Oh, don't Glory. You, don't you start. Glory. Listen. 
Men that are married, <laughs> don't listen to Brian. Y'all no, y'all got to listen to me. Read so your Bible. Flat. Get this word up in you. Get this. And then put that thing. Shut up. Brian, don't talk like that. Goodness. That's what the people want. They like when I keep it real. Don't hate. <laughs> I'm just being myself. He's a people's champ now. I wouldn't go that far. Well. I am a people pleaser. I'm here to please. Takeaways from today's show. R. Kelly is still and probably will always be the biggest pervert on the floor. <laughs> Um, Tom Fooleries is canceled. Um, uh, and, you say it like that, Onika Mariah. And hey, y'all don't know this yet, but I got a running thing. My wife, when she makes a face, she looks just like Nicki Minaj. When she just did her cancel, she looks just like her. And Donald Trump was here in Kansas City and, and caused a big a, ruckus downtown. Oh, Donald school. Trump. And then um, make sure you get consent for rape. Those are my takeaways. <laughs> Wait. I mean, I mean, oh. <laughs> Wait, what? Make sure you get consent for rape? Make sure you yes, get consent you can before. Rape me. No, no, don't keep, stop that. That's what you said. Make sure you get consent before you have sex with someone. Just take, hey, even whisper it in her ear. Hey, little mama, let me whisper. No. <laughs> Tell you something you might like to hear. Exactly. Not do we want to have you, sex. Wait till you see my old. <laughs> Okay, okay. That sounds so we terrible. Get we gotta do better. Okay. What's your takeaways? <laughs> Those are the takeaways. I mean, uh, you agree with everything I said Donald, tonight? Donald Trump. So wag. No, I wouldn't go that far. Okay, well then do your <laughs> takeaways then. <laughs> Donald Trump, don't come back to Kansas City. If you do come back, come back around 10 30 or 11. So dang on folks is already in their work building, you crazy coon. Oh, orange looking mug. Um, Tom Fooleries. Y'all niggas wasn't never nobody anyway. Ain't nobody checking for y'all. Um, is drunk sex rape? <laughs> no. But, you know what I'm saying? Read the signs, fellas. That's all I can tell you is read the signs. R. Kelly, you admitted a lot, bruh. But you still pissed on little girls. And he laid it all on the altar. We got to forgive because God, for Jesus forgive. I mean, forgave him. But you still the biggest pervert on the planet. still pissed on little girls. So, <laughs> hey. That 19 minute song, if it was about three and a half, though, that would have been a banger, bruh. No, we not. That, I ain't that we not been, giving R. Kelly some no more confessions speech. type stuff right there, but he let all his confessions, confessions He did, but he really what He blamed a lot of people, too. So no, he I mean, ain't taking, he wasn't taking responsibility. He took some responsibility. He talked about his dyslexia. He took responsibility for not being uh, able to read. What does it have to do with <laughs> your perversion for, for teenage girls? Maybe. He actually was set up. I'm just saying it's a possibility. Tell me about it. Give me, we got six minutes. Give I me just, the setup. I Tell just me did. Setup. I Tell literally me. gave it to you. Just like women that are underage. Oh, you, you, did, you did. You did. I said that. You did, you did. So you thought he thought the girls that was on that tape might have been. I'm saying that's possible. Right, that I don't know what he thought. All right, that was a vine. Yeah. But <laughs> I, I didn't see I the tape because that's I don't come for me, uh, FBI. <laughs> I didn't see it. I don't know why it's not in my possession either. That's that's that, that, it's not that I'm not on that kind of energy. Well, guys, um, thank you so much for listening. Once again, we got so many shout outs on Twitter, and shout that's great. That's love. Like, keep doing that. But y'all got to rate, man. <laughs> Come on now. And the, the importance of rating is because we become visible to, we, come, we become more and more visible on Higher on the iTunes, iTunes. and that Google Podcast. Yeah, so we love that y'all love us because we love y'all back. But can you please just, I know, I know it's cumbersome, but if you could please just rate, that would be so dope and share the show with people, which y'all have already been doing, which we completely appreciate. Yeah. Hit us up on Twitter 
Logic, you say it. Twitter. Logic versus Emo Pod. All right. And then on Facebook. Follow that. Follow that. Y'all don't have to add us directly, but we do appreciate y'all. For sure. <laughs> and on Facebook, it's Logic versus Emotion Podcast. That's where you guys can find all the clips from um, the, the, the topics that we talked about today. Yep. I'm going to load those up for you. And interact with us. As yeah. I always it's say, we love talking to y'all. Like, it's when our episodes fuel these conversations, man, our group chat about the birth control, <laughs> the birth control uh, episode last week was on fire. Twitter, our mentions on fire. Like we really That's do dope. appreciate that. And we, we really want to keep making sure that we talk about things that are relevant to the culture because yeah. we try to push the culture forward as always. So, um, yeah, do all that. Um, sponsors for the show. Hmm. Man, I'm gonna tell you who ain't sponsored. Lake of the Ozarks and the Weatherman ain't sponsored. So yeah, we're Brian's birthday plans were canceled for Sunday. We were supposed to go to the lake, but it's gonna be rainy, so we're gonna have to reschedule that. But my honey's turning 33 tomorrow for this show comes out Saturday. Oh, I'm, I'm gonna see come on, get your get your balls you, together. You get your balls get slapped, together, bro. Anyway, my baby's turning 33 tomorrow. Um, so when you guys hear this show. He'll be 33 the next day. And send him some love. Um, yeah. So I'm done. I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> I like the way you horribly like close that. Out. It's 10 10. You got anything else to say, man? No, nah, that's it. I didn't know you was looking at me to finish it up. You the one that was just We'll close this out. Man. All right, y'all. We appreciate it. Don't forget to rate, like, subscribe, and all that good stuff. Follow the Twitter, go Facebook, like the page. We will see y'all next week. Holla. Holla. Holla.